Well, praise the Lord, everybody. I am Evangelist Janice Nelson, and I want to welcome you to season two of Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole, a weekly women's Bible study podcast. Today is Sunday, July 18th, the year of our Lord, 2021. In this Bible study podcast, we address various issues that break the spirit of women and then seek to promote women's spiritual wholeness and well-being with lessons learned from the Word of God. Ladies, today begins my second year as executive producer and host of Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole. I launched the first weekly episode of this program on Sunday, July 19, 2020. In addition to our weekly episodes, I've also produced four special editions to mark Thanksgiving, Christmas, Lent, and Mother's Day, as well as an intercessory prayer special edition for the 2020 U.S. presidential elections. I thank God for this ministry because without any advertising or promotion, our listeners are geographically located across nine countries, including the United States, Germany, Canada, Ireland, South Africa, Singapore, India, Australia, and Indonesia. Today, I am especially grateful to God because in addition to this program airing on Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Overcast, and Google Podcast apps for Android, season two of this program is airing on Facebook Live. Welcome, Facebook Live audience. During season one, We studied many of the women in the Bible and examined how some of the challenges they faced and how their experiences might help women overcome similar challenges today. For season two, I want us to study the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms is a collection of 150 poems or songs concerning the life and times of ancient Israel that express a wide range of emotions and feelings and a variety of topics. The book of Psalms is one of the most beloved books of the Hebrew Tanakh and is an equally revered book of the Old Testament Christian Bible. Today, we're going to begin our study in the first book of Psalms. When we come back, we're going to study Psalms 1, also known as the Psalms of the Righteous, in which the godly and ungodly are contrasted. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole. Today we are looking at Psalms 1, also known as the first psalm of the righteous, in which the godly and ungodly are contrasted. 
Our scripture reading is taken from Psalms chapter 1, verses 1 through 6, and I will be reading from the King James Version of the Bible if you want to follow along with the scripture reading. Now reading from the book of Psalms chapter 1, verses 1 through 6, the word of God says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit, bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the godly shall perish. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and to the hearing of his word. Amen. There are four types of psalms, including hymns of the community, thanksgiving hymns of the individual, community laments, and individual laments. Laments express deep sorrow and ask God's blessing or God's intervention. Given this, I think the Psalms are worth studying as part of this weekly women's Bible study podcast. In addition to the four major types of Psalms, there are a number of minor Psalms, but they are just as significant as the major Psalms. In fact, the Dakes Annotated Reference Bible says that the book of Psalms contains hymns of prayer, praise, distress, history, prophecy, trust, promise, hope, instruction, confession, judgment, testimony, and deliverance of the Hebrew people before and after the exile. So the book of Psalms is a book of life experiences similar to our own, which makes them relevant and meaningful to us today. Just so you know, the book of Psalms is divided into five sections and each close with a doxology or a benediction. And the five sections were probably meant to copy the fivefold divisions of the Torah, which is the Pentateuch, or the first five books of the Hebrew Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. The five sections or books of the book of the Psalms are book one is Psalms 1 through 41, book two is Psalms 42 through 72. Book three is Psalms 73 through 89. Book four is Psalms 90 through 106. And Psalms five is Psalms 107 through 150. So there are a total of 150 Psalms. And in this season two of Broken Vessels, Mended and Old, we will cover 52 of them. 
I am not sure if we will continue our study on the Psalms in season three of this program, or if we will move on to something else. We'll have to see how this goes. Today, we are beginning our study of the Psalms with the Genesis book of the Psalms, which is the first book of Psalms. Before we unpack Psalms 1, I want to say that where the masculine pronoun he is used, that I translate it to represent all or he and she, because I want all of us to see our life experiences as relevant and as reflected in the Psalms. So let us examine what Psalms 1 is saying to us. This is a short Psalms, only six verses in length. Psalms 1 teaches us how to live happily, both in this life and in eternity. It begins with the word blessed. The word blessed means happy, and the Psalms encourages faithful meditation on the law or the Torah, which we defined earlier as the first five books of the Hebrew Bible, namely Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. So verse one says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Here, the Hebrew word esher, E-S-H-E-R, is translated as blessed, and blessed means happiness or contentment. Further, Esher is a form of the Hebrew word ashar, A-S-H-A-R, which in its root means do what is right and be blessed. So the blessed man or woman is righteous. And when you are a righteous woman of God, there are certain things that you just do not do. There is a way you will not walk a path you will not stand in, and a seat you will not sit in. Ladies, many of us are seeking happiness, but true happiness eludes us. Verse 1 gives us three reasons why we cannot find true happiness. First, we walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Second, we stand in the way of sinners. And three, we sit in the seat of the scornful. Psalms 1 contrasts the godly from the ungodly. The godly, excuse me, the godly are the righteous and they differ greatly from the ungodly. They differ in how they think and behave. They differ in terms of who they belong to. The righteous belong to a right and just God, not to themselves, and are called to live a life of righteousness in an ungodly world populated with ungodly people who progressively sin. As such, we must make smart, wise decisions concerning the activities we engage in, and we must think before we speak, and we must consider the consequences of our actions. The Bible says that the righteous discerns, which means perceives or recognize the counsel of the ungodly. This means that when someone gives you advice, you should consider if the advice is godly 
or ungodly before you take it and act on it. Psalms 119 verse 24 says, your testimonies also are my delight and my counselors. The righteous know that godly counsel is found in the word of God. Ungodly counsel can be found in the advice of the ungodly and likewise, it can be found in our own conscience, our own minds, our own hearts. But the wonderful counselor, the Prince of Peace, always brings forth the truth of God's word to help the righteous when we need or seek counseling. Similarly, the righteous do not stand in the path of sinners. A path is a road or a direction that we travel. The righteous do not travel on the same path nor in the same direction that sinners travel. We take the road less traveled, knowing that our destination is one of blessings, happiness, and eternal life in God's kingdom. Matthew chapter 7 verse 13 says, enter by the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction and there are many who go in by it. God's path is the good and right path to travel and the believer knows it because Psalm 1611 says, you will show me the path of life. And your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Ladies, the righteous do not sit in the seat of the scornful. Those who cannot find a kind word to say about anyone or anything. They do not sit in the company of those who criticize our God or our brothers and sisters in Christ. Because simply put, it is wrong. Verse 2 tells us, what the righteous man or woman does. It says, his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. The righteous delight in the law of the Lord, which is the entire word of God, because whatever God speaks or writes is law. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing, even dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner, there's that word again, of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Whatever a person delights in is at the center of his or her thoughts desires, dreams, and expectations. If what is important to you is what gives you your personal pleasures, is what gives you personal pleasures, then you are a selfish, self-centered person. The physical things of the world are not evil if they are received from God with thanksgiving and enjoyed within the limits that God created them for. However, apart from God, the physical things of this world are empty and destructive. Verse three tells us what happens to those who meditate on the word of God day and night. It says, they shall be like 
a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Christians are like trees in that it takes them many years to grow strong, to mature in faith so that they can withstand the storms of life and bear abundant fruit. To do so, we need plenty of water. John 4 and 14 says, Whosoever drink of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be a well of water springing up into eternal life. Here, Jesus is talking about water of the Spirit. There is spiritual water that comes from God, and only this water can make a man or woman, just like a tree planted by the rivers of water, bringing forth fruit in his or her season. Jesus says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. A river provides a continual source of water. Likewise, as we abide in the word of God, there we find everything we need. It is not uncommon for the righteous to become discouraged when we do not bear fruit immediately. But what we must remember is the fruit has a season and the righteous will bear it in his or her season because there are no barren trees in God's orchard. Further, leaves on a tree are vital and indicating if a tree is dead or alive or displaying unhealthy signs in their regular seasonal cycles. The righteous man does not have these signs of death because his leaves are green and alive. And in the life of the righteous, God brings forth good things, everything good. Even in tough circumstances, God is able to bring forth that which will prosper. Verses 1 through 3 describes the way of the righteous. Now in verses 4 and 5, we begin to see the way of the ungodly, who are contrasted against the godly or the righteous. Everything true about the righteous stable as a tree, continual life, fruitful, alive, and prosperous are not true of the ungodly. The Bible says the ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous." The shaft is that light shell around the kernel of grain that is stripped off before the grain is ground into flour. Shaft is so light that it can be removed by simply tossing it into the wind and allowing the wind to blow away the shaft. In the Gospel of Matthew, John Jesus, when speaking of John the Baptist, said that John was not a reed shaken in the wind. Anything shaken by the wind has no strength or substance and is unable to stand on his own. They cannot resist the powers of the world, but the righteous claim the power of God, saying, 
I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. The ungodly cannot claim this power or this strength. And instead of being like a tree planted by rivers of water, the ungodly will be like shaft blown away by the wind. The ungodly will not stand in the judgment because they have no weight and they will be found lacking in the judgment. Daniel 5, 27 says, you have been weighed in the balances and found wanting. Sinners are not found in the congregation of the righteous now, nor should they be in the future because sinners will not share the same glorious future as the righteous. And then finally, in verse six, the word of God says, for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Joel 25 says, the triumphing of the wicked is short and the joy of the hypocrite, but for a moment. Ladies, I know that sometimes the old cliche that nice guys finish last seems true. And you might question, why should I follow the rules, obey the law, when those who break it seem to get everything and the good seem to get nothing? Sometimes it seems like the wicked prosper in their ungodliness. The truth is that God is patient and kind and gives everyone time to repent because God is not willing that any should perish. But in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, God warns, don't you be swayed because the way of the ungodly shall perish. Further, the Bible warns, the wages of sin is death. The ungodly shall perish because their way leads to destruction, but the righteous shall have peace because a loving God in heaven knows their way and will protect and preserve them. So ask yourself, which way are you on? Thank you for tuning in to season two of Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole. If this ministry has been a blessing to you and you want to support it, please send whatever gifts of love you feel led to give to Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole, a nonprofit religious organization, P.O. Box 34637, Los Angeles, California, 90034. And join me next week for another episode of Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole. And don't forget to check in on Facebook Live today at 12 noon. In the meantime, take good care and may God continue to bless you.